I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. What's happening? Happy Hump Day. Good afternoon. Welcome to the bottom line on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com, the 100.7 The Score mobile app, and yours on television, Fox 34 News Now. To my right, that is Chris Sneed. I'm Choice Woodman. Back in uh, this slot in this at this time for the first time in like a week and a half, something like that. I think it was nine days since I last did this show. Uh, Clint Scott back in his seat over there as well. Hey, yo, Sneeder. What's up? What do yo? We're back together. What's up? I, I thought you didn't like me, man. <laughs> I have been doing shows just I, everywhere. I else. thought you didn't. Really? You were doing shows anywhere but with me. <laughs> that is true. I have uh, been getting around a little bit. Sometimes uh, you have to you know, cheating on me. Yeah. You know, Test your options out before you come back. I know. Back home, right? It's okay. I'm used to that. Literally, <laughs> I hope you're just talking about radio. <laughs> uh, literally, I, I think I've done, I think I was counting, I think this is my eighth show. <laughs> so we, yeah, when we turned the calendar in January, we flipped all the, the hosts yeah. around. I think this is my eighth show to do the bottom line. It is January 24th. <laughs> nice. So, thanks, Clint, we can just blame Clint for the vast majority of it. Well, and his sickliness. Well, is this how many? So, is this the eighth time three of us have been together? Yes. Yeah, I know. One of them I did with Matt. So, wow. Oh, never mind. I think it's the seventh. Wow. Even less shows with us. The the, the, the three the stools. Crew. The three stools. Stools? The three legs of the stools. <laughs> three legged stool. Yeah, that's better. That's the Chuck Hines. We're not stool. the three stools. That means yeah. something else. The three best stools that anyone could have. Ooh. Nice. Great start. Great start. Uh, lots to get into today as uh, we sit here on a hump day. No basketball to talk about, talk about of Red Raider variety, but we can dabble in some Big 12 stuff. Lady Raiders are in action tonight. Is uh, They got an important one. Yeah, they do. Got to win at home, especially home after uh, yeah. a bit of a dud over the weekend. Making brown in your pants in Provo. That was unfortunate. Um, We will get into that. Adrian Beltre uh, makes his way into the Hall of Fame as expected yesterday. Woo-hoo. So 1230, we're given top five Rangers of all time. Yes, sir. We're both uh, Rangers fans here. Yes. So I figured this would be much better to do with you than, than Jamie Lent, the uh, Yankee lover. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll give our top five Rangers. See where. You know, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be very generational. Hmm? Your your list and my list are going to probably look a lot different. similar. Different. No, I bet they're the same. I bet you I've got some guys on there you won't have. Uh, top five. I think the top five. There's the top three are probably inarguable to me of Rangers. So we'll get to it. We'll mm. get to it. We'll see if I think our lists are going to be a lot closer to, to the same because you got to remember, I've, I've been watching the Rangers for a really long time. Now, you know, there's, there's a few guys that uh, I did not see growing up like Fergie Jenkins, but he wouldn't have been in my top five. Um, so we'll see. We'll see who's who's got what where. Uh, lots of other stuff to get into. NFL. Those sorts of things. I may or may not have a list. I mean, it's it's a Wednesday with the bottom line, so pretty good chance I will have one. Just for Sneeder. Sorry, hit the mic there. So how you been in all this uh this time away from me? I mean, it's been lonely. I did see you've got your uh, K-State Lavender on for tonight's matchup with uh, <laughs> with Iowa State. Once again, you, you it's not Lavender, it's Periwinkle. Okay. 
So that's a lavender. This is periwinkle. I do think. Uh, so to to the untrained eye, like Choice and I, because I would have said lavender as well. How would you describe the difference between lavender and uh, periwinkle? Periwinkle. Periwinkle. Periwinkle is a lighter version of lavender. Okay. Yes. I'm doing a periwinkle versus lavender. That mm-hmm. pops up actually when you type periwinkle versus the first thing is uh, lavender on there. So, so this is an ongoing battle we've stumbled. Oh, okay, upon. okay. It's a lighter version of lavender. Actually, no. <laughs> they tell you periwinkles is much darker. Stay <laughs> 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 with confidence, though. I believe true you. periwinkle versus lavender. <laughs> you are much closer. Wow! To lavender. Wow! Yeah! <laughs> All right. Wow! Quick, quick Google search shows that periwinkle is much closer to the. Oh. The darker. Uh, Fab Blunks lied to Man, me. Man, they Fab lied Blanks to me. Fab Blunks lied to me. Is that what they told this you? Is stuff, this is a periwinkle. That's a lie. According Maybe to the Maybe it's like, well, that's a, color that's coding a, that's a Nike 11 and a half sort of thing. Like, well, that's a Fabletics lavender. Okay, yeah, because the, the Nike sorry. Nike lies all the time on oh, their sizes. Yeah. Goodness. True red, bright red. I'm talking orange. about the sizes, the tiny. <laughs> well, they got yeah, tiny people I mean, at Nike nowadays. Well, I mean. Or always. Or I've grown a little. That's probably mm, the, the better explanation. So uh, yeah, you you rocking that for uh, in favor of K State tonight, no. right? You don't want the who are we rooting for? K State oh, or Iowa State? Who's oh Farmageddon? Iowa State. Yeah, it's, it's uh, in, Farmageddon tonight. It's, it's uh, in Ames. Who is in? Who is closer to us in the standings? Uh, K State's tied. You want Iowa State? Yeah, yeah. You definitely want Iowa State. I was rooting tonight. I was rooting well, wholeheartedly think, for the for the Texases last night. Well, if Texas Tech uh, or if Iowa State wins. For the third time already this year, Texas Tech will be in sole possession of first place. Yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 Which all is in. Kinda crazy Maybe I should have worn my uh my, my my crimson. I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah. You don't have to do that. My you, Iowa State crimson. I think you just wear a McDonald's uniform and you're fine. Wow. You'll be you'll be Iowa wow. State there. Right? I mean that's what they look why like you, every time around. Wow. Is that an insult to McDonald's? Sorry, I wasn't trying wow. to. Wow. You got no Cyhawk hate? Cyhawk Cy- 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 hate. <laughs> or, yeah, you can hate on both of them. Cyclone hate? Nothing for you? I don't, okay. I don't really hate them. I, they are one of the least hateable teams. Kansas State has to be the least hateable school you, in the Big 12, Do you know right? the funny thing about K-State and football? You know how bad they were in football? Yeah. That entire, You know, they are by far... By far and away, the worst record in Division One college football. Sure, one A, and they were that for for decades. That even that twenty year run of success, I think they barely got out of last place. Of of power all, fives of, of, of no Division One, and I mean I think the only reason they're out of last place is because so many new schools have been added to. So you're talking about like total wins, yeah, total or wins. win percentage. They're total wins. Let's see. We can yeah. Look at that up. We can look this because they up. were like they were they were like in last place by like hundreds of games. One of my favorite uh, search engine thingies—that's an official industry term—to use is uh, Winsipedia. Winsipedia. You ever use it? I'm gonna about to. So Winsipedia uh, shows that they are 111th all time in record. Yeah. 461 on uh, yeah. the I win mean, percentage. For, so for years. They had gone, remember, they got all the rough success in the 90s and the early 2000s? Yeah. Super-duper success. And they had, even with all that success, all the 10-win seasons, they still were, couldn't get out of the last place. Yeah. And they've just gone from 130-something up to, up to 111th. Yeah. After all that run of success, still haven't broke the top 100 so wins. 400, or 461 win percentage. Yeah. Not not great. Yeah, that's after eleven wins, eleven wins, yeah. eleven wins, eleven wins. Man, they've had a lot of eleven win seasons. In yeah, the last couple and of, of decades. With all those eleven win seasons, still <laughs> doesn't matter. Still yeah. can't get over five hundred. There program. are several zero win seasons in here yeah. too. That's wow, wow. Hey, it's the bottom line. I have some headlines for you next on one hundred point seven. The score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score.
Got some headlines for you. Happy Hump Day. It is the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Hey, Sneed, I got a headline for you specifically. Mm-hmm. You know the Rangers won the World Series this year? Yeah. Well, I mean last year, but... How cool is that? They're the defending world champions. Still, still so nice to say. Yeah, I love it. I'm just talking about it in the break. Uh-huh. Um, also with the Rangers, Adrian Beltre, the newest, well, one of the newest members of the Hall of Fame Class of 2024, Beltre uh, voted in yesterday, earned more than 95% of the vote. Todd Helton gets in of uh, Rockies fame. Joe Maurer, a first ballot guy, the third catcher ever to be a first ballot guy. Really? Do you consider him a catcher? Because he spent a lot of time at first base later in his career. His first six or seven years were yeah. a catcher. But he wasn't like just a full-time catcher like but the remember, other he, two remember guys. Remember, he was, uh, he was the Twins. That was number one overall pick he in was. the draft. He was and, a hometown and, kid. Hometown too. kid, and and I think he took a little less money to stick around there when he had a chance. Should he have been a first ballot guy? I think he's a Hall I th- of Famer. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I'm, I mean, I don't know uh, if he was a just a solid guy. Really, I mean, well, he's more than a solid guy. He was, he was, a, he was a dude. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I can get on board with first ballot Hall of Famer. So, I mean, but here's, the, for me, it doesn't necessarily matter whether you're first ballot. You're a Hall second, of Famer. You're a Hall not, of Famer. I, I mean, I'm fine with that. Yeah, too. it's the media. Sure. That thinks they're better. than Thinks that, yeah, because yeah. because you've got those oh, guys I'm so that yeah. I'm going to make sure that guy's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Exactly. I, the people that didn't vote Veltre in. 19 guys last year should have their votes taken away. You stupid. Uh, anyway. Beltre, by far the leading vote getter, uh, this time around gets in. I don't think he has announced what uh, hat will be on the bust yet. He's got four solid teams to pick from. Does does the player get to choose? Yeah. Okay. I did. I didn't know because one of the leagues, the player doesn't get to choose. Yeah, you're it's a, right. It's a pro football hall of fame. If they choose which one, I think make, it's the pro because get, because get, they auctioned themselves out. Yeah, or someone did that in the past. And yeah. I think it is that the pro football hall because they they say we're going to choose the the team that you had the most impact with. Correct. Not the yes. one that you're. I'm pretty sure because because it was a big deal when Nolan Ryan chose yeah. the Rangers yeah. hat. Uh, Pudge was the second one with a Rangers hat on, so Beltre could be the third. Yeah. To have a uh, and a great you know they were talking about that on the morning drive. And and Chuck said something that was poignant, and Jamie kind of poo-pooed it. And I was kind of thinking, Chuck, Chuck's kind of right here, um, that Adrian needs to be thinking about the business prospect of you know being a you know being living in the Metroplex, yeah. being a Ranger, you know. Whereas L.A. he doesn't have that much. There's no yeah. connection there. You go in as a Ranger Hall of Famer, you're writing your ticket to hey, Easy Street in the Metroplex. Yeah, I think fighting a sneeze here. I don't think it's coming. Uh, I think when I think of Beltre, obviously it's Ranger first. That's extremely biased. Yeah. But then I go beyond. He's a Mariner second. Mm-hmm. And probably a Red Sox. And I know he started with the, the Dodgers. He played eight but, years with the Dodgers. Yeah, but but he had a pretty big impact with the Red Sox, too. So He's in a World Series with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't he? I believe so. Pretty sure. Anyway, so Beltre's in. Um, love that. One of the more unique personalities we've seen. Big, in the last big 30, personality. Thirty years. You know what? You know what I would dude. love. I would love when he would, when the, the pitch was, he would hold up on a pitch, and and he would he He's would pointing. check it. He would he check it himself. Check. He's, He's like, like no, I know I, I, held up I didn't. On that. You check. No, you check it. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. You can check it. Oh, I love that too. Uh, so many little, yeah, quirky things about Beltre. Nice. Um, so love love seeing him get in yesterday good as dude. a uh, good dude. As a Texas Ranger, did you see the call? The video of the call? Yeah, that was kind of cool. <laughs> well, he says, uh, he says, uh, I think I'm gonna let it go to voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> and then his wife's like, "Quit playing around, answer it." So he's in. Um, Lady Raiders play tonight. That yeah. is happening as they will take on the University of Houston. Tech has been really good at home. Lady Raiders are 11 and one in home games. So. That uh, home atmosphere has helped out. Better protect home court. We'll try to do so tonight as they take on Houston. 6 o'clock tip-off, 5.30 coverage start. We'll have it for you on 107.7 Yes Yes. FM. High school fan zone yours here on 100.7 The Score starting at 6 o'clock. Who are the schools? 
Friendship, Cooper, and Liberty. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Here in the First United Bank studio joining Luff to talk about their teams. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. I think uh, five out of the six schools, five out of the six games last night were one out of that grouping. Liberty, Liberty. I think the Liberty boys were the only ones that lost to Roosevelt. Um, NBA, Spurs. I guess I'll go and order from game times. Rockets, Blazers at 7. Mavs, Suns at 7.30. And then Spurs, Thunder at 8.30. All of those games at home in the great state. Stars beat the Red Wings 5-4. to four. And uh, Texas Tech Golf comes in ranked number 21 as they debut in the spring nice. poll. Nice. They will first play in the Southwestern Invitational hosted by Pepperdine in California mm. on uh, January 29th. Probably good good weather out that way. It's a decent chance of it. You two can join us. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions, allegations, accusations. Bring it all in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7, the score mobile app. Did you see... And I know you're not a big recruiting guy. I'm not a big recruiting guy. Did you see the recruiting rankings dropped significantly for Micah Hudson on 24-7 sports? No. This stuff, I mean, you're... Why, you're, why did they drop? Because he signed because with Texas Tech? Because he signed with Texas Tech. I mean, that's, that's and therein lies how it works. And therein lies the reason I don't actually care. And, and this is the point I'm bringing up. Exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I mean, like, there's no other reason he drops it in this latest round from, I think, 18th national. He's still like number nine nationally, mm-hmm. I think, on rivals. But on 24 7 goes from, I think, 18th nationally to 25th nationally. Still a five star. But we saw this happen um, with one of the tech basketball players in mm-hmm. recent history where they dropped from a five star to four star last second. Um, it, if you are not. Th- th- College Do you know why that happens? I, I don't know if there's a money push behind there's it. There's 100% of money push behind it. Do you think that if he was still in, involved and in going to Texas A&M or OU or Texas that they would probably keep him high? I think because of the, the bias that lies with those, no, yes. No, what do they? What do those schools have that we actually don't really have? A lot of cash? No, a lot of alumni. Okay. They have a lot of addressable alumni. That's why. Why do you think that every year we we all get, you know, we're building our our tumbleweed size outrage factories over the fact that they don't ever put, you know, a tech guy on the cover of Dave Campbell's uh, Texas football every year. Well, why, is, why is there always a Texas guy on there? Who has more alumni? Well, who's going to buy that magazine? Who's going to buy more of the magazine, yeah. You think, you think all those – Thousands, hundreds of thousands of Texas alumni are going to buy a magazine that's got a, a Texas Tech guy on the cover? No, you're not. Yeah. It's it's simple no, I, economics, man. I, okay. It's simple economics. It makes economics. sense. Who's going to click on it? Exactly. More? Yeah. I, I, that's, it's, the whole recruiting game is a farce. It's a farce of a sham of a double shamockery because it's all about who's, who's, who am I going to get the most clicks from? If I tell all the Texas fans that your recruits are great, you're going to keep buying my service. If I pump up your guys, oh, yeah, we've got these great guys. Now, yeah, they're pretty good players. But, you know, Micah Hudson, he's going to go to Tech. We'll just drop him down. I mean, there's no other explanation for it. He hadn't played a game in exactly. it's two ridiculous. months, and he drops down five spots. By it, the way. It's not because some nerd is sitting in his basement analyzing the oh, film God. on all the receivers in the country and says, oh, no. There's actually seven guys that are better than Micah Hudson after I've watched the film on everybody. Yeah. You know what I think is ridiculous? Uh, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to anger anybody. Sorry. Anger. No. That's your job. No. Do it, Sneed. Guys that that come back on Monday morning and say, I I rewatched the game film from Saturday night. Here's my observations. I don't give a flying blank about your observations about Saturday's game, dude. Because unless you're going to be in the film room with the team – Correcting those mistakes? Nobody cares. Go type oh, it up on your message board. Oh, oh I, I, we got to walk up another safety over oh, here. I think there's an arrogance yeah. to Our, typing that out. Oh, I don't think gosh. there's an arrogance to yes. watch, watching Our the game. Our gap integrity is sucks. Uh, what I do you know about re-watch. gap integrity? I go rewatch games. I absolutely do. When I'm in yeah. in stadium, I can't tell as easily on some stuff that I'll get on the TV copy. But yeah, I watch so I watch I'll, the games too, but I'm not typing about it. Exactly. I'm not going to go tell you. Oh, this is. This is exactly what game rewatch notes. 
Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I don't, I don't do Go that. Go use that on your Madden game. But Fill your gap integrity. Uh, keep okay, the sorry. thoughts and I, comments I, coming in on the you just Center channel. Goaded me into doing that. You totally goaded. Well, you. No, <laughs> I you said I wasn't gonna. It. I you said I wasn't gonna it. do it, and then you said, "No, go ahead and do it." <laughs> do it. That's do I it. totally shouldn't have done hey, that. Hey, top five Rangers coming up next. Totally shouldn't have done that. Where does uh, Beltre fall on the list? He does. It's the bottom line on one hundred point seven score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your Wednesday. You're hanging with the Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman and Chris Sneed joining you from the First United Bank studio. Keep the uh, commentary rolling in. Don't worry, we'll get some of that coming up in a moment. Kaylee's Daily in uh, 15 minutes. I do want to say this. I want to clarify what I just said. Guys who get paid to give that opinion <laughs> yeah. and rewatch games, we're not on, not included on that list. So like the Apodacas out there, you know, Carlos Silva, all you guys, you guys that do that for a living, yeah. you're, you're free to have that opinion, yes, and we do care what you think. Red Raider 3641, you know, on Sunday morning after the game, rewatching mm-hmm. the game, I don't care what you think, dude. What about forty six thirty two? I don't. I mean, I care even less. El Jefe, and no one cares what I think either. So El Jefe says, "I'm going to start a Texas Tech blog titled I rewatched the game last night and here are my thoughts, and I'm going to email it to Steve every day." <laughs> that would be great because <laughs> you know what you'll get. Funny. You know what will get back a picture of my middle finger uh, every time. Every time after watching time. Saturday's game film, here are my top 25 things I think you can work on before next week. Mm. All sent to Sneed. Please. Uh, you can send that to www. Periwinkle versus Lavender, horse name. <laughs> Periwinkle is blue, Lavender is purple. Fuchsia uh, is what? Yeah, uh, Fuchsia is more pink. Pink, yeah. Pinkish. More mauvish. Mauve? Mauve. Wow. That's a very highbrow. How it would is. you describe uh, mauve? Mauve is a softer fuchsia. You have it? Are you looking it up? <laughs> By the way, softer fuchsia, horse name. <laughs> mauve versus, what did we go? Fuchsia? Fuchsia. Okay, fuchsia and mauve. Fuchsia is like between pink and purple. Like it's right there. Yeah. Okay. Mm, all right. Not wrong. Not wrong on that one. You were on the periwinkle. I know. <laughs> I'm saddened by that because I used to work in the frame store, my dad's frame store, and yeah. people would pick out back in the 80s, they'd pick out, you know, periwinkle and, and lavender frames. Mm-hmm. For their lavender living rooms. Maybe it's just changed. It is. Like, today's lavender is so different. It's like white versus ecru or eggshell. <laughs> All right, on to Texas Rangers. <laughs> All right, my top five Texas Rangers in no particular order. No, you got to give an order. Oh, come on, man. you got to go. Okay, Take number five. five. One. Number yeah. five, Ruben Sierra. That's a good one. He's yep. on my honorable mentions. Uh, number four, Adrian Beltre. Okay. Um. Number three, Buddy Bell. I was wondering if you'd have him on there. He is yeah. not on mine because I never got to see him. Uh, number two. I'm sorry. God, it's just tough right here. Between two and one? Juan Gonzalez. Dude, you are missing someone massive. Number one, Pud Rodriguez. You're missing a massive one. No, I'm not missing a massive one. He's oh, not on my horrible. list. Honorable mention, Rafael Palmero. Okay. Honorable mention, Josh Hamilton. He was. I was very close to putting him on mine. Honorable mention: Michael Young. You're 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 baiting me. That, uh, honorable that mention. That's like that's bait. This is what this is. And I I'm the one who brought this up. But you honor, honorable mention: Jim Sundberg. Okay. Honorable mention: A Rod. Okay. I am not putting in Kinsler on my list. You're missing a massive one. Oh, I'm not putting Nolan Ryan on the list. Nolan Ryan was a fan favorite. He Lynn wasn't. He was, Nolan he, Ryan. Nolan he Ryan was a fan four favorite. Freaking no hitters with the Rangers. Okay, he also led the team in walks four every year. No hitters 
He yes, has 5,000 I love Nolan Ryan. No, I you loved, don't. I, you dude, hate him. I love Nolan Ryan, but the only thing he did, he was either, I'm going to throw amazing. a no-hitter, throw a no-hitter, or I'm going to walk the bases loaded. And then strike out the that's side true, after that's that. True. I mean, that's that's true. <laughs> I I left him off for a reason. I'll, I'll, to okay. get a rise out of me? No, it I did not. I'm not putting Ian Kisler on my list, and I just don't think he was an all-time great Ranger. I think you know that. Well, I didn't a, put I didn't put Kinsler on the list. Good. All right. Selfish. We'll, we'll fight after blank. this. Uh, number five. Yeah. This one is probably the most divisive on mine. One, uh, Kenny Rogers. Rogers <laughs> had three different stints with the Rangers. Yeah. Um, did have a perfect game. Yeah. Which that's not what I'm basing this off of, but that is one. I forgot moment. I forgot one of my honorable mentions. Oh, Rusty Greer. Okay. Okay. He man, my memory of him is just hurt all the time. So that's hard to. Yeah, well, you the beginning. Of I his do career, remember. I mean, re, you, I brought up Rogers and Rusty Greer made that catch in the Kenny Rogers saved game. Him. Saved yeah. him. Yep, that was the one. Um, but Kenny Rogers, you look at the WAR for all-time Rangers. Yeah, he is the second highest pitcher on the list. Really? Yes. See, that's one of those. I, was, I just couldn't. Wins above he was so bad in his first stint with the Rangers. He was so bad. He was not. He was fine. He just wasn't as good as Kevin he Brown. He couldn't get anybody out. He wasn't as good as Kevin he Brown. He couldn't get anybody out. I stood up and booed that guy at Arlington Stadium from the outfield. So you probably saw him in one game. Boo! In Kenny person, Rogers, boo! And that one imprinted on your mind. Exactly. That's funny how that happens. But Rogers, uh, number four, Michael Young. Yeah, I Mr. I, Ranger. Yeah, I I think he's a he's a for me he's a casualty of the time he played. He just until the end when they got good, mm-hmm. he played so many years when they were bad. I got it. I hear you, but that's what I grew up on watching yeah, so much. Same number three, Adrian Beltre. I have to have the three Hall of Famers in the top three. Uh, Adrian Beltre is number three, probably number one on most likable guys. Just yeah, easy, easy to root for. Um, yeah, helped you to some success. Number two, one Lynn Nolan Ryan. I mean, he is one of the top five pitchers all time in Major League Baseball. All right, history. I'll, I'll make him an honorable, honorable mention in line. Okay, thank you. All right, and number one, same number one as you, Pudge Rodriguez. Pudge, arguably the best catcher, defensive catcher in the history of baseball. Another honorable mention, Mickey Rivers. Didn't play long for the Rangers, but he was good with the Rangers. Okay. Uh, Ruben Sierra was on there. Rafi was was on my honorable mention. Josh Hamilton also there because when he was good, good. there was no one better in baseball when he was good. But it was was, about a three-year stint there. On the dope, you know. Charlie Huff, Juan Gunn also. Hey, man, go out there and and chunking up 57-mile-an-hour knuckleballs and then going over there and smoking a lung lung dart in the the dugout. (laughs) Lung dart. (laughs) By the way, Charlie Huff, the number one with the war stat in Rangers uh, of history. Of course. I mean, he was – I mean, I remember back in the old days, if if you had a Saturday night game and you commandeered the TV in mom's bedroom and you and you saw the Rangers were throwing Charlie Huff, you were fired up because you thought, we got a chance to win tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So – Throwing the nuclear, the canuclear. The canuclear. Yeah. Um, anybody we left off, y'all can tell us on the chat line. By the way – that stat that I uh, forgot to finish off, Joe Maurer, the third catcher, was a first ballot guy in the uh, in Hall of Fame history. Can you mm-hmm. name the other two? Um, would uh, one be Pudge? One is Pudge. Would the other one be um, 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 Carlton Fisk? It's not. Not the other Pudge. Johnny Bench? That's it. Okay. Yep, Johnny Bench and Pudge are the only other two. So Joe Maurer. Did you see... The Johnny Johnny. Bench Award is no longer going to be the Johnny Bench Award? No. Why? Because Johnny Bench went to the Wichita Sports Commission and said, the Cincinnati Reds want me to do more with them, so I'm going to concentrate all of my stuff with them. So now that's going to become the Buster Posey Award. I mean, I don't hate it. but Uh, I mean, I don't hate it either, but... Is Posey going to be a first ballot? I would guess he is. I think he is. Yeah, I think he will be. And that's probably next year, right? Yeah. One or two years away. So... Uh, have you all seen Facing Nolan on Netflix? Great yes. show. Yes. You've seen it and you still didn't put him in your top five? Blasphemy. What? Blast. It's, it's good. I mean, it's a good show. I mean, it's a little more ranching than I want to see. No, it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. I love that one. It's good. I mean, just, oh. 
Uh, my son's favorite was Scott Fletcher's. Scott Fletcher. What? Yeah. No oil can Boyd, Steve Buschel, Julio Franco, Gino Petrali. I listened to some terrible Rangers. Uh, hey, you know, Julio Franco is one that probably, you know, he played till he was like, he was like 55. 50, yeah, he, he was, he was in, in the his Mexican 50s league. when he, no, he played, he played to 59 in the, in the, uh, I think it was the Mexican league. Yeah. And, and was probably, probably hitting he played 300. In his 50s in Major League Baseball. Uh, well, did they, did they finally figure out his age? <laughs> I know he's playing minor league. He's playing independent ball in America in his fifties. I knew that because he was fifty-one years old and he's played in uh, the American Association. Yeah. All right, we'll get. Yeah, some, yeah, let me look him up. I'll look him up. More from you on the chat line and uh, Kaylee's Daily coming up next. You're listening to the Bottom Line on one hundred point seven Score. Bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thrilled to be part of your hump day. You're hanging with the Bottom Line on 100.7 Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Christopher Sneed here in the First United Bank studio. Lung dart horse name from the chat (laughs) chat line. We actually have got a few horse names. Un- unfiltered lung dart. How about that? <laughs> hmm. Um. So from the previous show, we had Hobbit XXL, <laughs> Kiwi Blood, and Unleashed Fun <laughs> Unleashed that fun. all made the Hobbit XXL is amazing. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I don't even know what that happened. <laughs> That's incredible. Collier started texting me their horse names so we can add them to the list. We're going to have a great – we're going to have to get to the point. I don't know when. We're almost through January, but we're going to have to get to a point of elimination eventually and start going through the preliminary races and before the, the big one. But we've got – Well, I mean – We've, we've got a pretty we're solid We're not list. getting rid of Homicidal Goose. It's not Homicidal Goose. What is it? Oh, i got to find Uncensored it Uncensored Goose? Uh, molested Goose. Molested Goose. <laughs> <laughs> homicidal <laughs> <laughs> homicidal, homicidal. Kaylee, can we get a goose one before? <laughs> to a very different legal skill. <laughs> there, uh... quite a bit, quite, quite a bit. But we've got a, a great list. Each person is going to get a a, uh, a save, not a save, but a what is it? A pass, a through, pass through, all the way to the finals. The golden button. Yeah, you the get golden a, buzzer. There you go. The golden button to send one through to the finals. Okay. That's how it'll work. Let's, and let's do and it. And then the rest go into like voting and let's elimination. Do it. <laughs> I don't know. Argentinian sausage is looking pretty good to me. So <laughs> Unmolested Argentinian sausage? Uh, I do like Kerwin Essence. Kerwin Essence is pretty good. Kerwin Essence. I think that was a hack saying after talking about Kerwin Walton. All right, let's All do right. this. Yeah, let's Please. A car, car. He's getting it. I'm getting He's it. getting it. He's, He's embracing it. So. He's very much embracing you it. You know, he just needed to get into it, get away from it for a month, and then come back. There he doesn't go. know why. That's the best part. He still doesn't know why. No, I have a clue. <laughs> it's a All right. Uh, Kaylee says, an animal that fascinated me from an early age that I always wanted to bring inside the house against my mom's wishes mm. was the barred... Uh, the barred tiger salamander. Okay, so y'all y'all have had those at, around the house. Apparently, or, barred tiger salamanders. Well, I are, used to have are, some living in the in the front yard. Really, mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, they are common amphibian species found throughout the southeastern United States, all the way up to Canada. They've been known to survive in several habitats, including forests, grasslands, and deserts. The barred tiger salamanders get their name from the yard. Yellow blocks that cover their back, oh, sorry, their black bodies mm-hmm. and large round heads. These salamanders hold the title of uh, the longest salamander since they reached lengths of over eight inches, one foot. Wow, that's a huge salamander. That's I've what she never, said. <laughs> I have never held a salamander that big. Uh, <laughs> Seems like a you problem, dude. I really, I think. Um, I will say, I think the most expensive meal I've ever eaten was at the uh, Blind Salamander down in Austin this past Thanksgiving. I okay. thought you were going to say the most expensive meal you had was a salamander. Mm. So, uh. um, 
Although, she says, although uh, the, the ones she wanted to bring inside were never this big. Uh, barred tiger salamanders are carnivorous, eating small bugs, lizards, and small fish, and even other salamanders. Ooh, cannibalistic. Showing, oh, she says right here, showing a cannibalistic side of their personality. <laughs> Got to read the next line. Um, yeah. And then she says, I retract the statement that my mother wouldn't let me bring in the, sal- the salamander inside. Thinking back in the pushback, it came from my father. Do you remember these salamanders? I've had three concussions, man. I don't even remember what I had for breakfast. You don't remember bringing those, like keeping them, her from bringing them into the house? No. We had. Uh, I, it, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying my memory banks are going. Yeah, I'm kind of sad. We had a pair of salamanders that lived in the uh, the valve box, the sprinkler valve box oh, really? in the yard. Okay. At the current house. and uh, I don't think it's on the current house we were at. I think it was on the previous house. The previous house we we were at had uh, uh, probably more uh, uh, chance of that happening. Yeah. I love salamanders. They're weird little creatures, but Dad would bring them home often that you find like on the side of the road or on the road <laughs> from up in Dumas, Texas. So. Collier has jokes, by the way. Uh, yeah, so that is uh, that is uh, Kaylee's Daily's for uh, the mm-hmm. You know, Monday was her birthday. Yeah, 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 shout it out! Shouted her out there. So happy was, birthday! Yeah, I had to. I had to catch an earlier flight because the weather was dissipating, and I had to get to Kansas City. Dissipating, yeah. Dissipating weather. Mm. There are a couple of birthdays today. Uh, shout out to Paul Tubbs. Hey, Paul Tubbs! Happy birthday to him and uh, Tim Siegel. Oh, coach, kid! Happy birthday to uh, both. Yeah, on this January twenty fourth. Um, this take up the conversation again. There, where we're taking, where we were going. Where were we? I don't know. We were still on salamanders, unless okay. you had nah, nothing else. You fresh. So, uh, so what is the betting favorite to be the host tomorrow? Because we know choice will be somewhere else. I think I'm actually scheduled for like nine days in a row. We'll see. Really? Because I won't be here on on Friday. Oh, that's wrong. I'm I'll be, I'll be on Friday. <laughs> well, never mind. That was a the UFL clinic coming up. Box. That's where I'm going to be. The UFL clinic? No. <laughs> I just thought okay. I'd just make it. Uh-huh. Do a double take. He's going back to something called the Salamander Room. Mm. No. Got a little uh, conference. Uh, Bullfighter, can any of you Salamander Conference. That's what it is. Best Collier in his singing of Loving You by Minnie Ripperton. No. We were listening to him. Yeah, we could hear it. I said, give me the note, man. I was like, give me the note. And he tried. He went for it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. You see, no. He went. Uh,. Got to put that world champion Rangers fans, buddy. Okay. OU, there's a, a basketball thought. OU now three and three was ranked number eleven and three and two in the conference. Ridiculously, Tech is four and one and barely cracked the top twenty five. Also, wouldn't be surprised to see Texas jump above us after beating Baylor and then OU with how ridiculous these AP voters are. You win on Saturday at OU, uh, you'll move up. Yeah. That's how it works. Yes, I wouldn't be surprised to see Texas back in the top twenty-five. Yeah, I wouldn't but be surprised to see them hop tech. The fact that the you know the UCF got them, but UCF all of a sudden just like are those guys. Well, not, then they went terrible? and shot fifteen uh, percent and broke a Big Twelve record for lowest shooting percentage. I know, but I mean, Houston, but I, so. but but I'm like, and then they come back and they beat West Virginia. I I'm just starting to think, are they not as bad as we all? thought? Oh yes, I do think that. I did a tears of twelve yesterday on the the end of the bench, and UCF moved to top, to number ten for me. Oh boy, who was fourteen? Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. West Virginia still thirteen, even yeah. with a couple of wins. Is Texas still twelve. Texas went to twelve, and then they. Oh, now where are you going to put them? I guess we're one step ahead of Oklahoma because they stink now. Mm. I don't know. This league is so drunk and hard to figure out. It's a. It is a. A back alley knife fight, man. Two games after after Sunday. Two games separated first place and thirteenth place. Yep. Two games. Not that way anymore. But yes, yeah. I do think. Uh, what's crazy to me is is that stat I mentioned earlier. If if Kansas State loses tonight, Texas Tech will be will have sole possession of first place for the third different time. That's nuts. That you're five games in and you could have Tech be in first place alone. Three separate times already, because you know some teams are six games in, yeah. but because 
usually it's a lot tighter at the top. It's just so tight in the middle of the conference right now. Yeah. I mean, that's the sad part is that you can you can lose a game and go from first place to like eighth place <laughs> yeah. really quick. So I, I don't know what to think, but I watched or I see the result from last night. I didn't watch the, the game because I was driving and I was I, good and I didn't watch it. Um, I was stuck in Dallas at DFW Airport, so me and Gus watched it. No, I was about to say, you probably did watch it. Huh? Yeah. So, but seeing that result, now I go in and I'm like, shouldn't we expect Tech to win against OU? I know that's not fair thinking. I I kind of I kind of expect us to go up there and win. And um, but what's a line going to be in that game? Now? Oh, geez, they they've Dude, got some Vegas problem expect. players, and they've got some things that could cause us some issues, but. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, but one thing that's Texas not going to cause you an been? issue is that crowd. Good gosh. No. That was the quietest the crowd. top 15 team in the country. That's you embarrassing. You can't show up any better than that. That's embarrassing. And they do that all the time. They've had Final Four teams. Yeah. They've had they just Trey don't Young care about who, basketball. Who gets slobbered on by the national yeah. media, and they can't they can't show up for him. Buddy healed. Oh, oh I know. They well, had they, a Final I mean, Four team, and they didn't show up for uh, it. The, uh, the Twins. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these guys have had just Blake talent. Griffin. Yeah, the, the roll through, roll through there. So hopefully Texas Tech can roll through there yeah. with a win because you're not fighting a crowd though. No, we're not. Sneeder. Well, yeah. Went kind of fast today. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it again tomorrow. At least we'll try. We'll see if they let us show up together. It's the bottom line on 100.7 score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be part of your hump day. You're listening to The Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jamie Lintz here in the version of the studio. Clint Scott across the way, giving us the tunes. TJ says, Dean Palmer, Will Clark, and Rusty Greer. Staples when I was a kid. Yeah, Will Clark's up there for me. Rusty was too. I had um, I had a friend who had a really great experience and one trip um, to, to Arlington um, with Will Clark and an equally as bad with Mark McLemore. Okay. Yeah, so I've never been really. A, Big Mark McLemore guy. It is funny. Like, one bad instance. I remember, uh, and I never held it over this guy, but, you know, when you get up to the line and then they stop right at you, like the autograph line. Um, the Rockies were in town facing the Rangers, and Larry Walker was there signing, and um, I was the, the next one. Oh, and they, and it wasn't him. The the yeah. guy kind of pulled him away saying, hey, it's time to go. Oh, hit BP. I'm like, man. I can, I can beat that story. So I went to. Oh, I'm sure you can. In Chicago, we went to this uh, Chicago. There was this um, huge, huge sports card memorabilia convention. Me and a couple of friends yeah. flew up there and went. And uh, were, we they, they had different people coming and signing on different days. Okay, well, mm-hmm. Harry Carey was signing one once <laughs> one morning, and um, so we bought our all, all three of us bought the tickets, and I think it was like maybe Harry was going to be there at ten. Okay, yeah. And so we were in line at like eight thirty, got up, got down there, whatever, waited in line, waited in line, and the evening prior, when we came in at probably nine or ten o'clock, as we're walking in the hotel, we go by the the bar or whatever and we could see harry was in there drinking yeah okay didn't think much of it so we go up hang out whatever go to bed get up early we're there an hour and a half early waiting in line the line's good long and all that and finally at about 10 30 there's like uh harry's under the weather he won't be coming to sign <laughs> so you should have bothered him the night before yeah for he's probably yeah. just hung over yeah probably yeah that's yeah under the weather yeah yeah, yeah, I up from last night. Uh, so, and it good. was like, oh, and you can go stand over there in line if you have your ticket to get the twenty five dollars back. And oh, by the way, the line's five hundred people, oh, five hundred people that's long. Terrible. So I don't think we even bothered. That's terrible. Yeah, I remember going to a. Uh, I went to a Thunder game, last game of the season. It's before pre Harden, pre Wilson, pre Durant breakup there, but I'm going because I want a Nick Collison autograph. <laughs> 
<laughs> and whatever happened to you, you deserve. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> Amen. It wasn't anything. So I, because I, I went with a friend who he he's gone to several Thunder games. He's like, yeah, they do this thing where you go and there's always a pool and it's like 75 percent of the players are really good about making sure all the players kind of go over there. But we have to get there really early for the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. That's fine. Um, so we go where they're super early. That's the only really thing that we have there to do. And then for whatever reason, they're like, oh, actually, we're not going to do it. Like this guy just came up and said, we're not going to do any autographs. No one's coming up to this. And was kind of short with us. And everyone's upset. And like, oh, I came here for Kevin Durant's autograph. Oh, I came here. He for, and I'm the, Russell Westbrook. And I'm the only one like, I came here for a Nick Collison autograph. Like, <laughs> you get Collison and bring him over here. Yeah. Tell him I went to one of his basketball camps. He'll know who I am. Yeah. 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 I think my favorite story, though, is the one time I met Tony Kukoc in a locker room. I would try to do an interview was with him. Was he nice? And he was nice, but Good. he was like, oh, man, I'm I'm really not feeling well. I'm, I'm, not, I'm sick. I, I need to get on the bus. <laughs> I was like, gotcha. Dang it. And uh, I just remember going back the next day telling my, my friends about it. And they're like, no, you are his one fan in no, the no, whole you're world. you're the biggest fan. <laughs> his only fan. He would think you were a stalker if you saw <laughs> he saw your collection of Kukoc memorabilia. He goes by King on the streets. <laughs> I am Kuko for Kukoc. <laughs> you remember that commercial? Yes. Yes. Was so, that a, a so car commercial? He was, he was nice. He just blew me off. Okay. Who knows? I didn't follow I him to the bus to nice. see if he was sick or <laughs> he was polite. Let me say that. that but he blew better. me off. Uh, Bobby Hot Dog says, I thought Jamie was a huge Kevin Minch fan. Yeah. We both have the same size head. Yeah, right. <laughs> I am much closer. <laughs> I'm not there Kevin yet. Kevin Minch might be double of my head. I, I think Bochi beats him now. Oh really? I think they have to do custom hats for Bochi, like be, okay, like mm-hmm. beyond the normal size. Bochi has enormous dome. Uh, first trip to ballpark in Arlington. First time to see my Rangers in person. Twelve to nothing. Kevin Gross gave up two home runs to Edgar Martinez. One to Ken Griffey Jr. Martinez hit four home runs that day, and Griffey two home runs. Gosh! So Martinez tied the record that day. Wow. Edgar Martinez, did he get in the hall? Yeah, I think so. Last year, right? I thought so. I think it might have been last year. Yeah. Was he a Hall of Famer to you? He was one of the fringe guys to me. You know, I'm not a DH lover, but yeah, I think so. He was a great hitter. He was like the paving the way for the DH, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. Kind of like we're going to put Wes Welker in. Yeah. Because he paved the way for a new position. I mean, but Welker was also... Yeah. The worst is like if you're an NBA fan and you go somewhere to watch your favorite player especially now when it's like a load management. Oh, my gosh. And and they only go that to that city once a year or whatever. Yeah, I remember I went to spring training game in Arizona where the Padres and the Giants were playing each other, and I was so excited to see Tony Gwynn. Mm -hmm. He wasn't at the ballpark Yeah, he wasn't there. Yeah, I did see Barry Bonds, but I was excited to see Gwynn versus Bonds. And, I mean, spring training, that happens often. My my wife and I planned a trip to New York one year uh, to see the Yankees play, and I mean we did other things. It wasn't just for that, but flew in Fourth of July, Yankees and Red Sox, and um, Yankees obviously were the home team, so they played in the field in the top of the first, bottom of the first. Pedro hit the first two batters, including Jeter with the second second batter <laughs> on the wrist, and he was taken to the hospital, and he didn't play the rest of the game. Oh, I remember that game. I was so I furious. So you mad. were working here when that happened, right? Um, I can't remember. I think I, you were because I, I remember you going on that yeah. trip and that happening because I knew which game you yeah. were at and I was, I was so mad. paying attention or I saw yeah. it on sports there. I'm like, oh, Jamie was there. Yeah. He didn't even He's, go back. He played for half an inning. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, that was. But it was just a trip right around the corner. It's not far. To yeah, not a big deal. The Bronx. It's just right over there. Hop, skip, and a jump, right? Yeah, right. You're used to making those quick trips, right? Yeah. Could you imagine the, the load management thing if you were like a Pistons fan and you're going, okay, I'm not going even to the Pistons games, but at least, hey, maybe so-and-so is coming there. So you're not even a fan of that guy. Be like, I will talk myself to go watch this terrible franchise. Sure to go watch like Kawhi Leonard play and then he sits out on top of it just from like the other side not even a fan of that yeah. guy apparently Pistons games are great to go to right now Collier told us uh, his buddy was was stuck in a layover in Detroit or whatever he was stuck there with weather and went to a Pistons game two nights ago 
got the uh, all you can eat like full service seats for 150 bucks and there's like nobody in the arena you get like the arena to yourself <laughs> it's got to be like the flint tropics right where he's <laughs> like hey where'd you get those nachos you yeah. like i brought them from home <laughs> no 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 hey speaking of the nba load management did you know about these rules that they have about you have to play so many games to win the mvp and be a all league performer. I had yeah, no I, clue. I Sixty-five the, games, I think. I had no clue. I until saw the, the implementation day. of it in the, I guess, two two off seasons ago. I think I, they've had them for a I, couple of years. I, I, I thought they put it in this year. So was they, it this they, year? They Maybe put it in was. some of some of the load management rules coming in. Yeah, you this can year. get, and then teams can get serious fines too if you, yeah. if you overdo Which it. Which is still kind of. And a there's joke, certain but... nights you have to play them. I think if they're, like, if they're not injured, the the. Marquee matchups like the, the Thursday nights TNT. and the, yeah, you ha- the, they're not allowed. And, to and on some of them, games. it's like, hey, you have to at least balance. Like, if you're gonna sit Anthony Davis, so LeBron has to play. Yeah, Lakers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so stupid. All of that just silliness. But uh, speaking of that drama in Milwaukee, you seen uh, all of that? That there's accusations floating around that uh, Giannis's little brother was was getting verbal abuse. From, from, from who, Adrian? From Griffin? the head coach, yeah, oh. the Bucks coach that just got fired. Yeah. Oh goodness. So. And that's why they canned him. I guess so. Well, I mean, Giannis runs the team, so. So. I, I apologize for bringing up the NBA. My bad. I know. And then yeah. I kept it going. Such Sorry. a beat down. You don't want to hear this in any sport, but especially the NBA, you hear the term "he's lost the locker room." He's dead, dude. He's gone. <laughs> he's out. Bye. Yeah, especially well. if there's a superstar playing for that team. Bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all the NBA talk. You'll get the rest of the day. Well, until Clint gets on Tech Talk, then we'll roll with Can't it. Can't promise anything then. <laughs> no, no promises. Coming up next, though, I have the question. So uh, I got a tech football question for the group. We'll get to that coming up next. You're listening to The Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday. You're listening to the end of the bench. Uh, if you listen in at 9 o'clock, but it's the bottom line right now. <laughs> this is the first time you've done that? It's a great save, right? I think it is. Yeah, because you've done like... The end of the bottom of the line. Yeah, I've, that's the first one I've gone all the way, you know. Without, without holding back. <clears throat> that's right. I called it the tech talk the other day. The tech talk. I've done that a couple times for sure. We do have these in all in front of all the shows except for <clears throat> for tech talk. So mm-hmm. it can be the tech talk. That's fine. You ready for a question? I'm ready. Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Brought to you by someone not named Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Yes, sir. There's all sorts of, you know, transfer portal news going on all over the place. Seeing names still floating. It's not near as, you know, rampant as it was. But with coaches moving, um, when a head coach leaves, it opens the portal for said team for 30 days. So we've seen movement from Washington and a lot from Alabama recently and seen some of this movement around the country. There's still going to be a second window that opens in sometime in the spring, after spring football. Um, so my question to you is the current roster that you have for Texas Tech football, from guys not named... I'm going to put your three X's on these guys. Micah Hudson, Baron Morton, and Taj Brooks. Who would be the most devastating loss for Texas Tech in the transfer portal? If someone not named those three guys decided, hey, I'm going to hop in the portal after spring football, which one would be the most devastating to this team? I know this is your favorite conversation. I know you'd love this one. I mean, so not only are you making me talk transfer portal, <laughs> I'm making you, but you're being negative. And which guy is it going to sting the? Most yeah, which one would it, would it sting the most? Because there have been surprise guys. I think the two most devastating ones uh, in the portal era in the last couple of years for me personally have been 
uh, Kevin McCullough and Mason Molina. Those have probably been the two that hit the hardest. I would agree with that. that. And both uh, were somewhat, I mean, pretty surprising. And I think that's why they hit the hardest. Not Steve Linton? That one uh, didn't didn't sting as much. Okay. Though if he does, you know, what he did in Waco this year, every game in Waco, he's going to be a really good football player. That's true. He will the, have a heck of a season for the, them there bears. Them there bears. Um, those the I, non-binary bears. <laughs> You're lucky I didn't call them your bears. So. I appreciate it. Um, I am gonna go. This is a long way around saying who's the most important player on your roster, outside of those other three. I don't think with you taking Baron and Taj and Mike off the board, I don't think I can go offense. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know who um, you would say. So I think I want to go defense and because not only good but also young. Young, yeah. Um, I think I want to go Jacob Rodriguez. Okay. I think that's a good answer. Is that acceptable? He's He would have been in my top three, yeah. Okay. I think so, That I, of ones you don't want to lose. Clint? So he was my top answer, so I'll, I'll separate a little bit because I was deciding between offense and defense. And I think I might go Caleb Rogers here. Um, with the, the move expected what to center, right, with him and taking over a pretty important position, I yeah. think I think at this point, Losing any experience from the offensive line is just a killer. Um, I'm not here to say that Caleb Rogers is going to be some All-American this year or anything like that, um, but we've all seen bad offensive line play through Texas Tech. I think it got better last year, uh, especially in pass pro. <laughs> no, sorry. Pass pro was bad. Uh, just wanted to say that to annoy Jamie. But but I pro. think with... Pass pro. As you try to... He also uh, says rake and shove when it comes to baseball. Yes, they're called hot <laughs> hot terms. That's what they're called. Buzzwords, oh, gosh. Jamie. Buzzwords. Um, but I think that's a guy that's played a lot of football for you. Um, and, you know, we saw what it looked like when, when Stats was kind of having some injury issues there at the center spot. Um, I just think that that would be something that really, really hurt if he were to leave. Okay. I agree. Okay, I think that's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my number one is on the offensive side. Okay, and it's because uh, the uh, the other one I would have said on the defensive side is Ben Roberts. Yeah, I was because uh, of the youth there too. After you were finished, I was going to say you could kind of take Rodriguez or Roberts. Yeah, and go either one. Either one. Yeah. I, I mean they're they're going to anchor your defense Jacob next Roberts year. And- Ben Rodriguez. And honestly, you saw more of Roberts this year than Rodriguez because of, of the injury. Rodriguez's injury. Um, either one of those would be devastating blows. Mm-hmm. Mine is is where I think you will have success with Hudson in the first year, and that's because Koy Aiken would be on the field. I think Koy Aiken was a receiver that was um, pretty consistent for you this year. Uh, I think you saw some great flashes out of him, mm-hmm. and he's just a freshman. Right. Redshirt right. freshman. So he's another one of those that goes in the young category, and you hope to have him for a while. Um, I think there's a ton of athleticism there, and and he seems to be a well-rounded receiver. There are times where he can catch it and go off of a screen, but he can also go up and get a football for you. Sure, sure. So, Better than anybody on the roster last year, no doubt. I'd like to see him uh, progress to being more of just a possession receiver, you know, and be a guy that could um, – Get you some big plays as well, but I, I love his consistency. I love his, you know, 50-50 balls. It feels like uh, he turns them into 70-30 balls better than anybody on the team. Um, just a, a guy that can make the tough catch, whatever. Good route runner. I, I'm, I'm a fan. So this morning we talked about the most underrated player that you're looking forward to seeing next year. Mm-hmm. And I said Koy Aiken yeah. and got some – pushback because people are like he's not under the radar i mean he's a good and my only reason for saying that was because 
there's been so much talk about Micah Hudson and sure. the two no, transfer portal guys coming yeah. in. And so I feel like he's kind of been forgotten. Okay. Uh, then I think that's fair. Yeah, that's that was kind of my point. It's funny because another name that had crossed my mind, and I thought about Aiken, but someone, you know, and I guess you could have done this with Micah Hudson too because technically we haven't seen him play as a Red Raider. But I feel like if Josh Kelly were to just bypass and in the end go, because that's an experienced guy that's produced at a high level. Sure. Um, and although it wasn't as a Red Raider, you've seen it be done by him. And I think that is sure. huge yeah. for the help of Micah Hudson. So it's mm-hmm. not all just on him. And I think that goes into the Koy Aiken conversation as well. I feel like Josh Kelly, without even seeing him as a Red Raider, if he were to just say, eh, never mind, uh, I'm going to Gunner Gundy this and instead of Ohio, go to Alabama and say instead of Tech, I'm going somewhere else, I feel like would would be a huge blow to what we think the offense can be next yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of options. Um, some important players, obviously. Hey. I do think offensive line is a position that you don't want to lose anybody, uh, to Clint's point. While you added a lot of, or quite a bit of depth uh, through the transfer portal, you still haven't seen any of that. Yeah. I think another guy that should be mentioned is CJ Baskerville. Yeah. And and reason being is that you lost so many guys on the back end of your it's defense. True. And he's one of the very few returners that's got some some age and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So he would be a guy that I would Yep. I would um I might shed a tear. That would be sad to see him go. He's a he's a great uh, well spoken young man. Uh Charlie Robinson. See, I'm a bigger fan, yeah. Charlie Robinson. Definitely needs to be on there because you're like fourth string tight end at a Coronado High School. It's Clint's doppelganger. You say, can't lose that. One, one Chris Level is convinced that we're they we share are, a family tree. I'm telling you, I'm looking at the picture and then it's Clint's doppelganger with long hair. The only thing is he's got a full head of hair. It's like if if they took me to a lab and and it made me much better. And he's a <laughs> Division Charlie One Robinson. athlete. And he's a Division One athlete. No, that's what I'm saying. Well, like, I mean, look right at now. that. If they that's, that's my Captain American pinning. Mm-hmm. That's a term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's Except, Clint's celebrity doppelganger. Whose no choice is celebrity doppelganger? Well, when Chris Pratt was fat, that, the, was, uh, that was it. But I, now it's not. I think it's one it's of the living bears for Baylor. <laughs> what about me? I'll have to think on that one. <laughs> This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.